Hello, followers, listeners, friends, enemies, future <laughs> constituents. This is the 60th episode of Law School in Brief, and I am one of your co-hosts, Lydia, joined by the athletic, successful, charismatic, best-dressed of, of the hostesses on this <laughs> podcast, um, radiant, oh, darling, Megan. <laughs> Hello, it's so good to be here. <laughs> I'm still working on my, my intros. <laughs> wow, so many superlatives for the 60th episode. Yes, and it is a very special episode because, listeners, Megan is a baby lawyer. I was dubbed a baby lawyer by Brittany. 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 Um, and she dubbed me uh, as such because today was the very first day of my residency. Yay! Which is like the law school equivalent of the first time a medical student is given a scalpel and like cut the body open. <laughs> so I'm so jealous. We do not have residency at WashU. Well, you know. Internships. You can do an externship one semester, but it's not like everyone's doing it. So I think it's really cool that you and all your classmates are doing it and can talk about it together. Well, only half of my classmates are doing it right now. Oh, really? You do the residency either in the winter or in the spring. Okay. Which is why Brittany called me a baby lawyer and I didn't call her one back because she's doing hers in the spring. Okay. Gotcha. And it's the very first time in, in our law school journey together that our that our roads diverged in yellow wood. <laughs> oh. And we only have one class together. It's the one class I'm taking this trimester. And it meets once a week on Friday. So it does feel like the the gang's been broken up. Oh. But I've formed a new gang. Yeah. You like your colleagues or do you have any colleagues? Do you have any classmates who are also doing the residency there? I do. There is one classmate with me. We share an office. Her name is Amy. Um, She's from Mebbin, which is very nearby. That's familiar. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've had some classes with her, but we've never really like hung out. Um, So now you're about to be friends. I think so. Colleagues. Sorry. Or very collegial. (laughs) I don't know. Hopefully both. We're hoping for both. Fingers crossed for both. Yes. She actually gave me a beauty tip today. Um, Not that I needed it, but (laughs) (laughs) I asked her how she got her skin to look the way it does. And she told me that she puts Vaseline on her face before going to bed. I did that the other night because it was really dry in my apartment. But I don't do it every night. It just seems like it would clog. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she does it like every single night. Oh, okay. My goodness, Vaseline all over one's face. Why not? I mean, I always put it on my lips, but yeah, no lips for sure. But the whole face. If you want your whole face to become a lip, then yeah. (laughs) Excellent. I like that you prefaced it with asking her how she got her skin to look like that, and but but me as someone who doesn't know her, what her skin looks like I was ex- I was hoping there would be like some kind of cool like special effect like how do you make your skin like glow in the dark or something mm, no 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 she just no. has nice skin nice glowing oh, okay skin. wow mm-hmm. okay mm. yeah 
I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to get on that train. But anyway, Amy is my colleague and we will be completing our residency um, at a local law firm here in Greensboro. Um, it's located like a block away from the law school. So not very nice. far at all. Um, but it, you know, I was laying awake in bed on Sunday night. I was, ha I had the most restless night of sleep because uh -huh. I was like dreading the week to come. You may be wondering why, why dread, right? Well, Is it's it not a new just thing, but yeah. Well, okay. So on Friday, I got an email from the managing attorney that was like, see you on Tuesday, bright and early. And I'm like, oh my God, this is in person. I fully thought this was going to be a remote oh. experience. So yeah, I'm surprised I, that it's even in person during COVID or anything. Well, I mean, they have a very strict mask policy. Okay. Um, and there are only like five people that work there. And uh, yeah, anyway, because of the nature of it, because I'm going to have to be going to court a lot, I couldn't do it remotely. But it was just so wild. It was like it was like being woken up by someone throwing a pot of freezing cold water on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, like I did the math this morning before I left. I've been like quarantined or like isolated or working from home, whatever variant, um, for 298 days. Whoa. 298 days since I was in person in a classroom. Yeah. Wow. So, so to be told that that was changing with like three days notice was jarring. That's so, yeah, that's very jarring. So I lay awake in bed you know, fretting. Um, I think I like woke up five or six different times and then I was wide awake at like 5am, just nervous. Um, and then today was my very first day and it was much chiller than I thought it was going to be. Like re-entry was far more seamless than I anticipated. Hmm. Okay. Like, like, like I was like, is it going to be weird if we're all like sitting around wearing masks in an office? Like it must get hot. It must get stuffy. Um, are we going to try to like eat separately? It was just like all, all these variables, you know, is there going to uh -huh. be hand sanitizer? Will I like the smell? Am I going to have to talk to people? Are those people going to be wearing their masks <laughs> around their, yeah. you know, around their chins and like not up over their nose and where right. am I going to park? And anyway, I got all of the first aid jitters out. And so now I can just kind of tell you about about the residency but i think first we should try to do highs and lows <laughs> oh what a cliffhanger i was ready but yeah that seems like a fine segue like we can come back to it if it's one of your highs or lows or mez then it'll be an easy way to segue back to the convo boom look at that nice so so it's we a new year. Year. oh yeah Happy 2021, everybody. You missed us. We know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We should start with lows. And I think my low is just like like leaving my cocoon, um, having to actually put a bra on, uh, <laughs> leaving my pets at home, explaining to them very earnestly this morning that I would be back and that I would oh, miss them and that I would think of them often. <laughs> yeah. That is fair. I, I similar low is that 
I don't really have a low because winter break is, is so nice. But one of my mes is that I got in off the wait list to this January term class on disability law. And I was really psyched to sign up for it. I like me and a lot of friends decided to do it. But um, then as the, as winter break continues, I'm like, I'm not ready to not be doing winter break. Like I'm not ready to emerge from the cocoon. (laughs) And I looked at the syllabus and it's like, it's only a week long class. You only get one credit hour for it. But it's intense. It's like two hours of class every day, which I knew. And I thought, that sounds really nice to just wake up. It's like 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. or something. Like, wake up, go to class, and then I could keep having winter break. Well, no, because the reading for every day is absolutely intense. And then the final exam is a paper. So you basically work on that all week, too. And I was like, oh, no, no. No, because then it's like an entire week is that. And it would be great to learn and really important. But I just thought, like, I guess, I mean, I should be applying to more jobs. I haven't really done that. I should be working on my note (laughs) for journal, and I should be relaxing. And then I want to ease into the semester with, like, the leisurely intro classes, not this, like, race for a whole week um, of intense study. So I dropped it, and I just... Maybe I'll put that as a low. It's a meh because the benefit, there is a huge benefit of having like a whole extra week to do, to do whatever. But I'm, I'm going to ask if I can just go to the lectures. I don't know if they'll <laughs> let me do that. Like, like, can, can I, it, but... I be in the class without being in the class? Right. Can you not give me any grade or, or anything, but just, yeah, <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah. I feel that, you know, actually you mentioning that you should be working on your note, but you're not makes me think that I do have another low, which is that, um, I should be writing my moot court brief, but I'm not. (laughs) Oh, right. When does it do in like two weeks? And I haven't even started, (laughs) um, because I was just like in a hard denial that school was starting again. And that I, you know, I really I was doing that thing that I do where I was like, it's my life. It's my time. I won't open my email until January 4th. Absolutely. Um, Knowing that it was going to bite me in the ass, knowing that I was going to open my email to like, you know, 25 different emails from professors who are like, here's what you need for your residency. Here are assignments that you have to do. Here are classes that you have to consider here. (laughs) All of that. Um, I regret nothing. (laughs) <laughs> but it is certainly a low because I texted my my partner today and I was like, we had created a soft deadline of this Friday for like our individual argument sections. Um, just oh to my kind of God, like, your partner from Mood Court. Yeah, we have <laughs> a partner. You were talking yeah. about Adam and I was like, this is so formal. Like have your <laughs> argument ready by January. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I am going to pull that on Adam now. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah have your argument ready for me by Friday. We will assess at high noon. Um, no. yes. This is my partner for moot court. Okay. And I, I texted him cause I was like, realistically, there's no way I'm going to have a draft of my argument section done on Friday. And 
I shot him the text message and he replied basically like, I've never been more relieved to hear somebody say that because I too. Excellent. You're on the same page. That's good. Oh yeah. We, I, I lucked out in the partner department because I think he and I are both like, we're just going to have fun with this. This shouldn't be like a cause for major stress. You know, we both just want the experience. The competition will be fun and say lovey. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the looming deadline, I suppose would be my love. Yep. 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 Um, what about highs? You got any highs? Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. Well, one high for now, maybe it'll become annoying, but Raja, my cat, has started becoming much more vocal. He was really quiet when I first got him, and he would only, like, meow. Actually, he would he would never really meow. He, he would only do it, like, once or twice, like, if he... Like if I accidentally like ran into him or something, but now he's just meowing all the time. He's meowing in the morning to wake me up. He's like licking my face. Oh my. Yeah. He's meowing at the front door. Cause he wants me to take him on a walk. Like it's cute. He's becoming a little bit more dog. Like, oh. <laughs> but the meows are like much more bearable than barks for me. So I love it. I feel like we're like becoming friends. Uh, it's the best about the world. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, his claws are very sharp, so that's a word. I mean, I, I should just clip them, but yeah, that's, that's maybe one thing that dogs don't just like grab onto your wrist, sink all of their <laughs> claws into you and like bite on your hand and you're like, Oh God, I can't escape this. Yeah. Crap. Dogs don't do that. You're right. <laughs> um, my other highs are all food related. Like, Oh, so Christmas dinner, Billy and I made a veggie Wellington and like, we went very British. We made like a veggie Wellington and mashed potatoes and stuffing and then figgy pudding, not the traditional figgy pudding, but like a dessert version. Cause I don't want meat in my dessert, but we just made like this figs, dates, apricots kind of thing with Ooh. like ice cream on it. It was really good. And there's chocolate chips in it too. Oh, I, that sounds calm. It's like if you search warm sticky figgy pudding or something that's sort of that's the recipe we used and then new year's eve i actually liked even more um because i like rearranged my entire living room and put up decorations and stuff i guess because new year's like it's more like a party so even though i didn't have a party i could still decorate like i was having a party so i had like all this stuff from my party bin which i haven't been able to pull out in forever you have a party bin? Yeah, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> excellent, <laughs> excellent. You know, Great intel. Before a co- being a quarantined law student, you just have to have things on hand. Like, I have napkins. I have plastic champagne flutes. I have, like, streamers. Because, like, whenever you have a, have a party, whatever you have left over, you just put it in the party bin for for an impromptu party. Wow. So I was, I was, like, pulling all these things out. I had party hats and, like, little kazoos, which aren't as good as, like, other kind of the things that you blow out of for years but uh the place looked great and i had the disco ball that you sent me hell yes with the the podcast prize money right yeah that's exactly what it was so i connect it is it has that bluetooth connection so i put on old lang syne 
streaming through the Bluetooth speaker of this disco light ball. And then in the middle of my like living room, I put these like, uh, I put like my couch cushions on the ground and so that it'd be easy to sit on the ground. And then I like took all these books off of this like really low bookshelf thing and made that into a little table and ran an extension cord from the kitchen and had a hot pot or put my instant pot in this on this table as a hot pot. And then Billy and I chopped like all of these vegetables, mushrooms, like four different kinds of noodles, all this stuff. And just like did hot pot, which took forever, but that was like part of the, the strategy for New Year's Eve. Like we finished cleaning up at like 1130 PM, but it was like so fun to just eat using eat, eat hot pot. I haven't done that in forever. <laughs> like I used to go for my birthday in Boston to a hot pot place and shop. And now at home, look, you know, sometimes I feel like the things that we do in COVID that seem like, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like replacements for the out, yeah. for the out, outside world. It's actually like, well, no, no, I, I, I can do it at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so competent. Yeah. It was really fun. And yeah. then at midnight, the disco ball, by the way, is still going. And we just had like a dance party at midnight. And I like threw open the window in my apartment. And I was like, happy new year, St. Louis. And oh no God. one responded and no one cheered or anything. Um, but it was still fun to do. Happy new year, St. <laughs> <Saint> Louis. <laughs> um, that's a good segue. Unless, I mean, that would be a good segue into my high. Yes. We can. Okay. Um, I went to Myrtle Beach for New Year's. Hey, why not? Yeah. I mean, so my aunt and uncle and my reasonable aunt Kathy may very well be listening to this. She is one of our loyal followers. Um, they have a condo there. And I just asked if Adam and I could go. And they said, absolutely. Adam ended up not being able to go. So I brought my friend Emily. Um and we just rang in the new year on this like beautiful patio that overlooks the ocean, wow. bottle of champagne, some Negronis. Wow. It was a good time. And like, I mean, obviously everything is like shut down. Well, actually, that's not totally true. I think things were closed because it was New Year's, but Myrtle Beach as a place was like the Trumpiest location I think I've ever been to. <laughs> really? You couldn't oh, go I anywhere. Been since like childhood, so. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's like Trump. Like you would think that they are all like his next of kin. Like this is a city of just like, yeah, it was, it was wild. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Emily, who is like, like very queer looking, I think was was (laughs) on edge for the entire trip. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we just hung out at the condo basically went on like some long walks on the beach kind of thing. That sounds um, so great. Yeah, went to the grocery store, got some groceries, brought them back, cooked at home. Um, but it was, oh my, like just so nice to get out of Greensboro, to get out of my house. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that that was my high. And I would like to say that it was like a nice reset and it centered me for the year to come. But after 2020, Nothing about New Year's <laughs> feels like New Year's. Like usually on really? you know New Year's Day, I'm kind of like, all right, fresh start, babies, let's do this. 
Yeah. This year, I'm like, oh, no, this is just like a continuation of the shitstorm. I will be celebrating the day I get a vaccine. Um, right. right. And probably, I, like, I'm I'm not going to feel, like, properly chill and centered and zen until probably, like, January 2022, <laughs> is my guess. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I mean, I... At, 11:55 p.m. realized that I couldn't just watch the New York ball drop. That's what I usually do. I'm always yeah. on the East Coast. And I was like, what the hell? Like, wait, does Chicago have a like I I was like trying to Google all this last minute and turns out it's New Orleans, but I didn't realize that at the time. And I was so disoriented and it felt so disappointing like you know, you, you know you're going to miss New Year's at home or whatever or miss the parties, so you, like, plan something else. I had done that. But I hadn't... I just hadn't realized that I would miss the ball drop. And, like, the collective... Everyone celebrating at exactly the same time, I think, is so cool. And so I, like, tried to pull up, like, the atomic clock on, like, time.gov or whatever, but it wasn't loading, and I missed uh. it. Meanwhile, like, Billy's, like, giving a speech and, like, proposing a toast. And I'm just like, hold on, hold on. Like, I'm, I know I can find it. I know I can find it with, like, 30 seconds left. I, like, missed it. And so that was my – and then the and then the old Lang Syne version by the Beach Boys, which I thought would be, like, a, a like no-brainer because the Beach Boys are great. They actually start talking in the middle of the song, like, thanks for listening to our Christmas album, whatever, because it's a New Year's song, I guess, is the end of their album. Oh, okay, this is really a tangent, but – New Year's Eve was my high, but within it, this exact at the exact midnight thing, I was like, okay, yeah, 2021 is not going to be like that New different. Year. Like, I do right. not have my shit together <laughs> at all. <laughs> Definitely not. This is a continuation, just like you said. Just one long shitty year. <laughs> I actually, I I didn't read the full piece, but um, I had seen this like article circulating online about. It was like a a thought exercise for us as people of the world to do um, to abolish the calendar year. Like, okay, stop living on this like twelve month cycle and just like get in the rhythm of where your life is taking you, essentially. And I wondered if that type of article would be written any other year, or if mm. that was like a twenty twenty invention. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Time is just a flat circle, baby. You just go, just keep going. We've lived this life a million times <laughs> over. <laughs> like there is yes. no delineation. <laughs> that reminds um, me of this graffiti I saw. And but I have to pull it off. I have to pull it up. Oh, the Instagram seeding sovereignty is uh, a great, I highly recommend it. Oh, um, uh, sorry for the expletives, but the <laughs> graffiti is no cops, no jails, no linear fucking time. And I just love that. <laughs> oh, yes. But oh. Um, yeah, back to your highs. Is is your new residency one of your highs? Is this like our segue or is there other stuff no, happening in your life? Segue. Yeah, no, I don't really have any meds. So. Oh, okay. I guess, yeah, the segue uh, into the highs would be I started my residency today, and for the first time, I was able to put on my brand new business clothes, um, which, good, good God, does it feel nice to put on nice clothes 
as really? much as I haven't I'm, done that in a long time. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the stretchy pant, you know, knockoff Ugg look. Don't get me wrong. But when I put on a suit, I was like, oh, my God, have I? Did I go into quarantine like a lowly law student and emerge this beautiful lawyer butterfly? Yes. Because I feel ready to go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I, I haven't had that experience personally, but I do love the moment on Queer Eye when like tan like put someone in an outfit and they look at themselves in the mirror for the first time and like think that they look good it makes yes. me want to cry every time i mean i just i can't i can only do like one at a time because i do cry every time um <laughs> i did not however cry when i looked at myself in the mirror today <laughs> 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 which would have been a really funny turn of events i think yeah um no i so i drove um, to the office, which is located in downtown Greensboro. And, um, they met me outside. I'm escorted up to like the ninth floor of a downtown building and I get my workspace and I meet the supervising attorneys. And, um, I'm basically told that I'm going to be going to court like almost every day, which oh, so you again, did not know that. I did not know that this was another like surprise. This is what you're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, and I also didn't realize that I'm going to be given actual cases to work on myself because I By have yourself? a Well, I mean, they're going to be like, I have training wheels on because the supervising attorneys are there to make sure that I'm like not absolutely walking down the wrong path. But there are going to be clients that come to this firm that I, like exclusively work with me as their attorney. Wow. I... No. And you might be wondering, Megan, isn't it against the law to practice law without a law license? And yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. But when you are a law student, and I'm not sure if this is true everywhere, but it's true in the state of North Carolina, you can obtain what's called your third year practice certificate. And because Elon is a 2.5 year program, you can check that off your bingo card That's right, right now. Um, Rachel again. I'm like, so I'm graduating in December of this calendar year. So Holy I'm like, crap. I know, considered Holy a third crap. year student. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, the practice certificate allows you to practice law under the supervision of a licensed attorney. Okay. So we have, we have that in Missouri too. Okay. I forget what, how it works exactly, but some of the clinics require that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm going to be doing that and I am so excited, especially because my supervising attorneys are like my age. Some of them I think are even a little bit younger than me. Wow. Some are, I, yeah. I mean, we're all kind of in our like late twenties to late thirties range would be my guess. Hmm. Um, and it's like, I'm learning from peers. So the pressure doesn't feel immense. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel the pressure. I don't want anybody to get subpar legal representation. Yeah. You know, um, I am acutely aware and <laughs> that awareness weighs heavily on me that, you know, these people come to you because they have a big issue and that's probably like all consuming in their life at the moment. Um, so I should do a good job. Yeah. But the idea like, okay, here's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for intake, like doing client interviews, 
deciding whether or not we can take someone's case. Um, mm. I'm really excited for that one-on-one interaction. I am terrified to go to court and like speak to a judge. <laughs> what kind of like, what kind of court are you going to? What kind of law are you going to be doing? I'm probably now I'm probably only going to be doing civil. Okay. So, so that imagine if you're a listener and you're like, what does that mean? It's basically anything that's not a crime, you know, because that's that's criminal law, um, and that's like a whole separate court. Um, but a civil but a lot matter of sound like they're crimes because they're against the law, but they're actually not crimes. Why did I say that out loud? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that is a good point. Like you imagine that if you have to go to a lawyer, like a crime has been committed right. or like yeah. a law has been broken. Um, so like here, let's take this for example. Like if I were to break into your car and steal, like I've committed a crime because there's a law on the book that says it's a crime. Theft is a crime. Um, you know, breaking and entering is a crime, that kind of thing. Whereas if you have an issue, like let's say a divorce, um, it's not illegal to get divorced. Right. It just it's it's something that requires some like a couple legal hands because it's a legal document. It's something that circulates like in the court system. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a good way to think about the difference between yeah, criminal well, and civil. Yeah. So I'm going to be working on civil stuff. Um, they're opening up their wills clinic again because I'm there to help with nice. it. Yeah. Because there's only one attorney there that really does wills and he's been kind of overwhelmed. So now that I'm there, they're going to, they're like, I'm going to be doing a lot of that. Um, but the client file that I was handed today was, you know, like a, a divorce and um, custody thing. So, mm. I mean, <laughs> I think I'm really going to like reading through client files. Like some yeah. of it's going to be depressing. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. like, <laughs> like reading through just like, hundreds of emails and it's like whoa i mean it's like watching a really good reality tv show play out like in text (laughs) oh my gosh i love that we get this on tape of you like before you're totally just tired of reading through all these emails yeah right i love reading emails from (laughs) adulterers yes (laughs) it's my favorite thing (laughs) alleged i'm just kidding yeah, that's true. This would this would be alleged. Um, anywho, no, it couldn't possibly be alleged. I can't go into details. That's another thing. You have to be like, yes, yeah, of course. So much client confidentiality. Yeah. Um, for and then you read the stuff and you're like, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Um, I had a see, moment. You say it like that. I just want to know, but I know I can't ask, so I'm just gonna say, yeah. 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 <laughs> Like I had this moment um, with Amy today where we were, we were both like tag teaming this, this file that I just mentioned. And she, she looked at me and she was like, can you believe we're going to be graduating in December? And I was like, no. And she was like, like, I'm going to be a lawyer. Like I can barely make a phone call. (laughs) (laughs) She's not giving herself enough credit, but I I like get that vibe because I'm reading through this and I'm like, I, you know, for all intents and purposes, like 
I'm just a reality TV junkie. Like, and, and I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy airing out, you know, people's business. No, I, I don't want it to be mine, but I want to watch everybody air their business out. And I want to take pleasure in that. Yes. yes. You know, if you like that, maybe be a lawyer. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This so, kind of lawyer. Yeah. So those are my predictions. So maybe they'll give you some like cases that they need help with. And then like you kind of get to be the point person for wills and estate planning stuff. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, that's it. so cool. Yeah. But as always, I must remain flexible. Mm, yes. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> what did you, what do you, what else do you have for me? Huh? Hmm. Okay. I, I still want to know more about what you'll be doing in court. Like, so for like this kind of client, I guess you would go to family court, but is there like a court or are there like different kinds of courts? Like you go to probate court sometimes or like, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, you're correct that there are different kinds of courts, but I'm not sure like where I'm going to be going. The files that I was looking in today, it didn't seem like it was a, a whole, it didn't seem like it was a family court. Okay. Um, but I think that that's because it was dealing a lot with like finances, but I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I guess. Okay. So what's your prediction for going to court? What do you think it's going to be like? Um, I predict well, that's good. It's, it's funny you say it because it's like, is probate court in the same like Guilford County courthouse or is that like a separate thing altogether? Um, I really, I don't know. I mean, I've been to the Guilford County courthouse a handful of times now. So I kind of like know what it's like when you get there and what it's like in front of the judge. Mm. Um, but I think once I'm actually the one standing up speaking, it's going to feel terrifying. <laughs> Will you be there? Do you know if you'll be there like with your client or just on behalf of your client? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh man. Okay. Ooh. Too many unknowns to even have a prediction. That's I know. Fair. I know. I That's wish I had fair. more for you. Yeah. More to come. Yes. More to come. Mm. Well. Wait, what's your one class that you're doing on Fridays? Oh, I thought we talked about this last episode. Um, oh, I'm but, sorry. But maybe not. I'm um, taking client interviewing. Oh, okay. That sounds so, like, familiar. yeah, piggybacks like right off of what I'm doing um, yeah. in my residency. That's perfect. Yes. Oh, in addition to dropping disability law, I also dropped complex civil litigation, like the class action lawsuit class. Even though it's oh. really interesting, it's just, it was like, 6 to 8 p.m. on Tuesdays and there's all these other classes I'm taking on Tuesdays and I didn't want to have a full course load so when I had to like decide what had to go I picked that one right yeah no that makes sense yeah although I know that you're stoked on class action lawsuits but like I will never think that sounds interesting really yeah oh my god it just sounds like tracking down like herding cats yeah I, I mean, we know think, how to sue people. Maybe I don't want to do it every day, but I want to know how to bring down a corporation. I think that's fair. Try Googling <laughs> it. Just try Googling it. See if you can find anything. I did I listen to some lectures on class, class action lawsuits when I was trying to decide which classes to drop. I listened to a couple lectures, and the class actions one was so much more interesting than conflict of laws, but 
here I am just because of scheduling, staying in conflict of laws. Mm. Happens to the best of us. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything else in my life. I, I just want to know more about your residency, but I guess you only I, know yeah. so much because you've only gone for one day. I truly only know so much. What are much. your hours? Is it full time? Are you there from like nine to five every day? Do you I'm have to bill f- your hours? Um, I do have to keep track of my hours. I'm not billing them though. Um, I'm there Monday through Thursday, nine to five. Okay. Wait, when you say keep track of your hours, you mean like I worked from nine to five or like in six minute increments? Um, I wouldn't go that far, but you, I have to keep track of like what I do every day. And yeah, like I think that it's like in, let's say, hour increments. Oh, okay. Like, one, you totally know, for two hours I went through this client file. Yeah, kind of okay. Thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's not bad. The six um, minute thing is tough. Oh, God, I know. Oh, God, I know. Ugh. Yeah, I was looking. So um, I was kind of, I, I like stumbled across some attorney like hourly rates, not at the firm I'm working at, but another firm. Yeah. And like these attorneys who work on family matters, the one at least the ones I was looking at, were making like two to three hundred dollars an hour. Woof, that's wild, isn't it? Oh. And I think that that's like considered a reasonable rate. Yeah. Man, you sell out, Lydia. It's been a while since we've had this conversation. <laughs> I do it? family law family law doesn't seem like selling out to me. I don't oh, know. Oh God, really? Yeah, because because whatever you're compensated, like you are really taking an emotional toll. That's true. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I don't know. It always seems like a sacrifice, but maybe with the right dollar amount, I would consider it. It's just, <laughs> you know. an hour. What do you think? For $300 an hour, could you do it? Could you bear the dirty details of like someone's family crumbling for really horrible reasons? Uh, Okay. You mean you, you net 300 after you take into account operating costs and benefits and taxes. You're way overthinking this. That's not, no, just like (laughs) if, if someone came to you and said, here's like this laundry list of horrible shit going on in my family. You looked at it, you winced and then we're like, okay, it'll be $300. (laughs) Do you think you could do it? $300 per hour. It's only one hour of work that I'm putting in. Hmm. Okay. This, this begs an even more interesting question. How many hours of emotional labor would make (laughs) the $300 price tag feel as though you were working for it? Hmm. I mean, if someone came up to me in the scenario you just mentioned and I could get it all done in an hour, like it just means I have to like fill out a form. I have to find the form, fill it out, get them to sign it. I would do that for $300. But if it's like, this is a divorce case that's going to drag on for a really long time. And I'm in like in meetings with people screaming at each other. Absolutely not. No, thank you. Really? Yeah. Like, cause then you just go home and like, what do you do with yourself? I don't know. I think that's why a lot of attorneys become alcoholics. I don't want to, I don't want to go to, I don't want to do that. You don't want to be an alcoholic. No. Weird. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I get that. 
I get that. I guess, well, here's a, here's a, maybe a, a broader reason. Like I, I was answering kind of just on gut, but here's a, a more of a, a reason that fits in more with my actual long-term goals. I'm very interested in projects that are scalable. Like if you work on um, refugee rights in your community, you might, for example, do it in such a smooth, humane, efficient, like inclusive way that it becomes a model for other communities. Like there are things you can do with like migration and human rights and like the stuff I'm interested in that is scalable. And so those are the things I'm interested in. But if I were to go into another area of law, like public health related law or something where I could learn how to scale things up, I would consider doing it. But you can never scale a, a divorce. I mean, never say never, right? But it's like every one of those situations is very unique. And you spend a ton of time resolving that one scenario. And then at the end of the day, all the other shit in society is still shitty. You know, I, I don't I, I don't know if I would ever really feel like I was making like I had the potential to make the kind of impact that I want to make if I mm. was always just resolving small, like individualized. Right, like, right. Over. Super zoomed in. No great impact. No, no, I'm sorry. Like definitely a big impact on those clients, but um, right. no, like, yeah, no of societal course. impact. No societal gain. Got it. <laughs> but I uh, no, I, I, I do get it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you what do you mean what about me for $300 would you take on the case oh pff, yes okay wow <laughs> $300 is like more I literally can't even imagine making $300 an hour I guess I I can imagine making much less than that and being perfectly content which is why it's easy for me to say no to it $300. I'm like laughing thinking about that. I mean, there, okay. There are certain things I wouldn't do for $300 an hour as an attorney. Like I wouldn't work for like an oil company. Okay. Um, I wouldn't represent somebody that I'm sure murdered somebody like those kind of things. If I find my client repugnant, which is actually something that they teach you in professional responsibility. Mm. If you find your client repugnant, you can, you can like, you know, remove yourself from being their attorney. Interesting. I would not, yeah, I, I wouldn't work for those particular clients for $300 an hour, but something like that's just going to like put me through the emotional ringer a little bit and like, like someone else's family falling apart. Yeah. $300 an hour sounds great. Wow. <laughs> I guess that maybe, say about me? I guess, I guess I should like reconsider it. I guess I should think about this really. Because I just did some math, and if you're working 40-hour work weeks, which isn't that much reasonable, you're netting, like, assuming, again, that you're actually getting the $300 an hour, which is yeah. not realistic. Don't factor but, in, like, tax or anything. What are we looking at? Um, like, 625 k a year or something around that. So when oh. I think about it like that, <laughs> that could be cool. But... Then I, I mean, again, like the 300 thing is like, is that just the hours that you're billing to the clients? What about the time that you're like 
reading emails from internal people, all that, all that, all that. Oh, God. But if you ask me, what about if you make 625K a year to work on divorce issues? Yes, because then I would work on that for a few years, keep all the savings, retire early, and then do the shit I actually care about without Mm. having to deal with money. So that's a great strategy. I'm definitely down for that. We can open up a law firm together. Don't even tempt me like that. Okay. If anything, I think my intern, my, sorry, residency, like looking around at the the folks that I'm going to be learning from, they're, like I said, like a little younger than me, maybe just a smidge older than me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could totally, I have no aspirations of having like a big, like a firm, but like if I wanted to have, and I've talked about this, my own like solo practice, I feel like I like this it's like making it seem tangible yeah really tangible yeah I'm like oh downtown office too right just like a little I wouldn't need much like 500 square feet have a little downtown office like meet clients oh my gosh yeah it just sounds perfect dreams dreams yes yeah anywho um I think I have no idea how long we've been talking. How oh, long have we been there. This is a, this is just a chit chat episode. Uh, forty-five minutes. We can call it early. I think. I mean, I th- I feel like I've said everything I have to say. Yeah, I winter break, man. I have nothing really going on. I painted a rocking chair today. That's that's. Been hey. My- <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yo. <laughs> Oh, but listeners, I hope y'all are having a nice beginning to the year and I hope you're eating good food and staying healthy. And if you have any questions for us, just get catch us on the Twitter at law school in brief. That's right. Law or school law school in brief dot com has a little mm. comment box thing. And we'll see you over there. We'll see you next week when maybe I have some more like tangible updates and not just predictions. Hell yeah. That sounds great. All right, buddy. Talk to you then. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye.